Hello and welcome to the Chatty Calligrapher. My name is Miranda. I've spent the last year studying broad nib calligraphy and I want to document the rest of my journey as I make the leap from hobbyist into full-time calligrapher. I'm sure there's all sorts of ups and downs ahead. This podcast is going to be a mishmash of things as I look to increase my skills and knowledge, including interviews with working calligraphy masters, historical overviews of script styles, reviews of tools and inks, as well as some general tips and tricks that I pick up along the way. Thanks for joining me in this pilot episode. I'll be keeping it short and sweet to start with while I find my feet. Let's dip in. I wanted to start this series with a quick overview of how I got into calligraphy, where my skills are currently, as well as my hopes for the future. I'm a bit of a nerd, so I actually track the amount of hours that I spend putting pen to paper. This sits currently at 220 hours, as I've been going to classes and workshops since February 2018, almost weekly. But the story starts a little earlier than that. I've always loved creating, and art in some form has followed me throughout my life. In my final years of school, I was pursuing visual arts as well as studying commercial arts, which inspired me to do a tertiary education in graphic design. I've completed three years of formal graphic design training, and while in decades past this may well have included calligraphy classes, my course did not. But it was my introduction to the power of typography and how letters could convey so much more meaning than the words that they spelled. In the four years between finishing my design training and picking up calligraphy, I danced around a variety of letter-based skills. I tried by hand at brush pen lettering, dabbled with the pointed pen, spent some time in workshops on traditional lettering where words are drawn more than written. None of these quite hit the mark for me, but I was clearly circling closer to the broad nib calligraphy as I went. In October 2017, a few things happened that led me to seriously pursue calligraphy. The first was attending CaliCon, a small, locally organised calligraphy weekend with a mix of workshops. I participated in copper plate class and broad nib flourishing class. The copper plate class just affirmed for me what I had already suspected, that pointed pen wasn't really for me. I find the scripts too rigid and formal, and the focus on wedding calligraphy as a career option for that skill set didn't particularly inspire me either. The flourishing class was where I met my future tutor, Lockheen of the Graphic Quill. Quite out of my depth at the time, because flourishing really is an intermediate skill, I still enjoyed the workshop and I got chatting with her. She mentioned that she taught calligraphy classes once a week over 12 weeks at one of the local universities. This was exactly what I had been looking for as a next step up from weekend workshops. I looked into it and signed up with a start date of February 2018. The other thing that happened that October was a pen show where I came into contact with the local calligraphy society and discovered they held more advanced workshops and hosted international tutors with a much bigger focus on broad nib styles and complementary skills like gilding. This also had me excited and opened my eyes to the variety Broadnip could provide. Up until now, I'd only ever seen beginner classes using pointed pen available, so this was a revelation to me. I think I knew Broadnip was right for me even before I started, as I had several months to look into the styles and scripts I would study and found a range of inspiring works and skilled masters to admire. 
It's hard to say exactly why I love it so much. It's slow and methodical work in a lot of ways, which I find cathartic and I can lose hours at my desk very easily. And on the other hand, it's a relatively quick method of producing art, and I find it satisfying to complete a piece in one sitting. It brings me lots of joy to add layers of meaning to a group of words beyond what is dictated by the dictionary. I'm also starting to experiment with abstract works, and I love the versatility of removing all meaning from letters and just using their forms as beautiful shapes. I think it must be the endless possibilities that this has opened up to me, that I will always be learning and challenging myself, that I lack so much. My studies covered several scripts during the last year, working on bookhand, unseal, textura, black letter during the first half of the year. And then disaster struck, and the university stopped running the classes. Thankfully, Joaquin also teaches at her home studio, so I started from where I left off and have most recently learnt italic. I've had the chance to experiment with layouts, colours, textures, tools, inks. I've also noticed my eye for assessing letter shapes and spacing has been well honed with all the practice. And certainly my design background gave me a good launch pad to start from. I challenged myself to post work to Instagram for 100 consecutive days, partly to see if I could do it and partly to help build a daily practice of always writing something. And I successfully completed that challenge last July. The business side of things is far less exciting, I'm afraid, as I'm still a hobbyist and I fit all of my calligraphy around a full-time job. I did hold a market stall late last year and I have another lined up for early this year, but sales weren't strong. I've had a few commissions from friends, which has been exciting, and I'm very grateful, but nothing really solid or ongoing. Which makes sense. This isn't something I've really pushed. I'm still learning my craft, and marketing is a beast to get your head around. But it is certainly the dream to do calligraphy full-time one day, so I'm hoping to have a variety of calligraphers on this show to talk about their businesses as well as their craft and see what gems I can uncover. I'm excited to bring you on the next leg of this journey with me as I have a busy year lined up. My tutor is taking me on as an apprentice with continuing weekly lessons and workshops tailored to the techniques that I want to work on. I'll have up to seven hours a week contact time with her, which is just amazing. And I'm so excited to share my progress. It's going to be a lot of hard work, but I'm keen to throw myself into this and share what I learn here. If this has inspired you to pick up the pen yourself, then firstly, I'm flattered. But secondly, my best piece of advice is to start small. You don't need anything too fancy to learn broad nib. A basic holder and a speedball C nib are where I started. But I would highly recommend attending a class if you can. There is so much to learn about how to hold a pen and the arm movements when writing that really benefit from face-to-face teaching. It is far too easy to learn a bad habit and then need to unlearn it when attempting alone. The next best thing are slow-paced videos showing proper pen holds. There is a great series of these available for free on the site Monkey C for the italic hand. It's not the easiest script to start with, but it is the most common broad nib style to find information on. Thanks for joining me on this pilot episode. I hope you have enjoyed getting to know me, and I look forward to diving into the year ahead with you. If you'd like to see what I get up to in between podcasts, you can find me on Instagram at pigmentcalligraphy. Please leave a review or get in contact over there to let me know what you thought and if there's something you'd like me to cover in the future. 
The next episode is all about nibs. That's all for now from the Chatty Calligrapher. <laughs>